Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, let's get back to it. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Alongside me is Tony Defio. Shannon White has joined the fun here as well. And Shannon is going to uh, be hanging out with us quite a bit here on the Steelers hangover and we're so glad to have him you know him if you're checking us out on the editorial side with the great articles that Shannon writes also Shannon White he is I just found this out he is the founder of the James Pierre fan club he has a poster I just found I talked to his family he is a poster of James Pierre in his bedroom and Ooh. that is that is just absolutely amazing so I I hope he's right I love it so I got to say this before we get started and I tell you about the gift and we get back into this. If you're not ch- checking out the audio only podcasts, you need to do it. If you're not checking out let's ride this morning's let's ride was phenomenal with Jeff Hartman tomorrow, the live mic with Michael Beck Wednesdays and Fridays. Again, you're going to have let's ride. Then the Steelers stat geek, one of my all time favorite shows with man, this guy comes out with amazing stuff. And that's Dave Schofield, co-editor Dave Schofield. He finds the stats and he works. If you bring up a stat that he needs to go look for, he is tireless when he does it. So it's absolutely amazing. And there's great music on those shows as well. And that's courtesy of the Jerry Cherry Band, who is welcoming Shannon to the show. So when you hear hear that intro and outro, outro, on those AM shows, it's Jerry Cherry, and he is absolutely phenomenal. Check him out on his YouTube channel as well. So this is what I want to tell you. Not only those shows, but Tony and I, we're in the mix with our AM show, The Retro Show. It's a great chance to go back in time. It's another unorthodox show. You're getting all these new shows. We like to go back into our Black and Gold DeLorean, and we check out games from yesteryear. It gives us an excuse I get to tell my family I'm working when I'm watching the Steelers and Bills from 1979. Full game. And it's awesome. It's like, and I'm going, I feel like I'm going back in time. I feel like I'm sitting in Three River Stadium doing it. And I feel like, one thing that I feel like I'm doing, I feel like I am one of those 55,000 seats on on that concrete and girder that is Three River Stadium. Today, just about an hour ago, my son was out and he he helps out one of my scout moms and and she has an ice cream truck and she's from Pittsburgh and he came home and said dad i've got something for you and i'm like what is that and he presented me a plastic bag 
And the plastic, here's the plastic bag. And the plastic bag included this. This is a piece of Three Rivers Stadium. Wow. And her dad got it because he lived right by the stadium. And when it went down, he was able to get a couple pieces. And this is, uh, he got this 20 years ago. And it is now mine. And I was in tears receiving this because I have a piece. I almost, I almost bought, and my wife tried to convince me to get it. And it was when we first started going out. I almost bought a seat from Three River Stadium. I will own one of those one day. I've spent a lot of, I <sighs> saw my first game at Three River Stadium, December 5th, 1982. Excuse me, 1982 with my dad. I, Man, I can't believe I almost messed that up. Um, I, with my dad, Bradshaw, 75 yards, John Stallworth. But now I have a piece of that stadium. And to a lot of people that look at this are just going to see a broken piece of concrete. To me, this is glory. And this is Three River Stadium. So thank you so much to my friend, Christina. Thank you so much to Connor for presenting it to me. This is, I will cherish this forever. So I just wanted to bring this up and we're talking about the 1970s. We're talking about the 1980s and all the great things in 1990s. So that's what I got. So I'm so you know proud. What? You know what, Brian, if you put, if you made a necklace, if you put a necklace on that and you, and you went to Cleveland and threw it around uh, whoever their owner is, their, 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 or no, no, Baker Mayfield's neck. He would be, he would, he would be. Uh, oh, like kryptonite? Kryptonite, yes. They that was, hardly that was won. An that way of, of me, I, I was really horrible with that joke, but yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, it was nice having Tony on the show. We'll see. You. Um, all right, Shannon. So it's just you and I. Hey, Tony's back. Uh, something happened with the screen. I don't know. That was really weird. Maybe that was your kryptonite. So no, that that was uh, just a, a lot of fun. Um, I did. Uh, Jerry did thank us, and I guess I did. I did mess up. Um, so I'm going to bring this up and Jerry says to me, outro is the ending part of a show of a song. But what, what I'm saying is the outro to the show. When we go into commercial, that's what I meant by outro, but Steelers Pittsburgh says this, and I'm learning something because I did not know this outro is a layman's term for a coda. So very interesting. So we learned something about music as well. So I might have, uh, if I did screw that up, I do apologize. I, I'll have to go back. We'll have to check instant replay. But I'm just going to say that I was probably wrong. Um, mm -hmm. Kathy Ford, you know how, how much I love Kansas, Kathy. And uh, Kathy says, much better than my chunk of the Berlin Wall. That is pretty awesome. If you've got a chunk of the Berlin Wall, pretty darn cool. Oh, so I really love cool. it. Um. Michael O'Malley. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Michael O'Malley. I own game pants just like bad. I just found the Finney <laughs> pants. I, I don't know. I'm sure you know this. Shannon White. I have my very own B pair of BJ Finney game worm pants, and they don't fit me because apparently, according to Zach Banner, BJ Finney had the smallest waist ever. And when you look at the pants, he wears a size 38, and he's a 300-plus pound man. That's just absolutely amazing. Did you know I, I owned know. those pants? No, I did not know that. I, I look absolutely dreadful in them. So I'm trying to drop some LBs because um, my wife says, you cannot wear those out. I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. 
not only the pants, but I like the eye black at games too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, cause, cause I'm really, I'm really on the team. Um, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. So Michael O'Malley, you've got to elaborate. He says his fit better. You don't have finnies. Who do you got? You, you've got a lot. We can't finish the show. We can't go on to the eighties until you let us know that. So that's really great. Um, so Dusk Thunder has the old 1979 Iron City beers. I do still have some with, with some in it. Um, but man, they, they can, when they leak, ooh, that's a mm. smell that, I mean, <laughs> it, trust me, I'd, I would rather, I would rather smell Casey Hampton after two a days than smell that beer. <laughs> so, um, so we will wait on Michael O'Malley, but while we're doing that, let's go to the eighties. So we're going to bring a guy in from the 1980 um, to the 1980s. And you don't have to bring in a superstar. You could bring in a guy that just fits. 1980s, still one of my favorite, absolutely one of my favorite Steeler decades. They were, because I grew up with that, and Tony did too. But for me, I, I just thought those teams were a lot better than history says that they were. Who would you add? And I'm going to start out with Shannon White. Let's add somebody to the 1980s. And this could probably be simple or it could be difficult. Well, the 80s had some pretty good offenses, but the defense started getting older. And uh, I would have to bring James Harrison into the 80s. The reason why is because – he was he was so violent and so physical that he would have been fine with the rules in the 70s and 80s that they started to penalize him for later in his career. And I think that he would have been a, a, a great addition with his physicality. That would have been perfect for him. I, I love Debo there. Tony, thoughts? I like it. I like it. I think it's that's 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 perfect. I think he would have Shannon's right. He would it would have been a, a much a better era for him as far as you know the 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 playing on, on the uh you know the fringes of the of the uh <laughs> you know but yeah I, I like it wow I, I really like that um I mean because he I think he's I think he's this heir as Jack Lambert anyway as far as like uh, all the fans just love uh Debo and he's probably gonna be the his number 92 jersey is gonna be the uh, the new 58 you're gonna see uh, all the uh, the legacy jerseys, 20, 30 years from now, they're all going to be 92s. Like they're all 58s today. So I think he would he would have fit much better in, in the 80s. Here's my question, and Tony just brought him up because I was because he was a middle linebacker. So there's not going to you're not replacing Jack Lambert, but Jack Lambert was gone after the 84 season. But could you imagine Debo and Jack Lambert on the same team in the same locker room. I mean, that, I mean, they talk about the, the, the bad apples that were, uh, were the Oakland Raiders with Atkinson and Jack Tatum. My gosh, these guys, man, they would have been the criminal element and not, (laughs) not, not in a bad way. They would just, you would be in, you would lose before you got into that stadium. Is what I'm saying. You'd be totally intimidated. So that would be absolutely awesome. I I would I would love that. And we do have an answer. Looks like Michael O'Malley has number 24. So he has game worn pants from Ike Taylor. 
Face awesome. me, Ike. <laughs> Face me, Ike. I, I think that's amazing. Swaggy. So, wow, Swaggy P. Yeah. <laughs> but, and you know what? We were talking about the retro show. Tony and I, when we watch games, especially, I'm an Al Michaels guy. I'm one of those Al Michaels and Collinsworth guys where I, lo I, I love those two. I, a lot of people disagree with me on, on uh, Collinsworth, so I'm fine with that. But every time Ike Taylor would say swaggin, Al Michaels was just priceless. <laughs> so I, I, I love it. He was understatedly funny. He still is. So, Tony, you're the GM from the 80s. You got to oh. bring one of these great Steelers in. Who are you bringing in? That's that's easy. Uh, if you, if you recall our, our uh, many retro shows from the from the mid '80s, they, 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 they threw to the tight end like six times a year, yeah, especially after Benny Benny Cunningham retired or or they got rid of him. So I would have to go with Heath Miller because I don't think they could ignore him. The greatest tight end in, in franchise history, as far as stats, you get a weapon like that on that team with 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 Louis Lips and and, and, and of course John Starworth to '87. I, I I think he would he would be a valuable weapon for them. That somebody else mentioned Heath too, and that's that's absolutely amazing to me. Um, wow, I like that. I'm going in a different direction, and I'm going with uh, I'm going with Jerry Cherry here, and I am going Big Ben. Ah. But, my, but Michael O'Malley says this to the 80s, I send Mason Rudolph. Here's the thing. <laughs> You could send no, no. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. I think you could send Mason Rudolph, Ben Roethlisberger. You could send Neil O'Donnell. You could send any of those guys to the 1980s, and you were going. To, you could send Tommy Maddox to the 1980s. I would send any one of those guys because they needed quarterback help. Mark Malone. He may have looked like Tom Selleck, but no. No, that's blasphemy. I mean, you can't. They compared him to Tom Selleck all the time. No, go away. Tom Selleck's uh, great and amazing, and and you don't put him in that same character, that category. Why? Because Mark Malone threw a bad pass and blamed his receivers. Not a Mark Malone guy because of that. I thought he was too arrogant for a bad quarterback, and Mark Malone was not a good quarterback for the '80s. I like Bubby a lot because Bubby had swagger. Bubby did not have, bu Bubby did not have the uh, have the players around him. But Bubby did not have the ability that some of these quarterbacks that I just mentioned. Big Ben would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, they would have won a lot of games with Big Ben back then. However, I'm going to go with uh, Michael O'Malley and say Mason Rudolph could have won a lot of games with that team. Am I? Are we off base? Or Tommy Maddox would have won a lot of games with that team. So what do they, you think? They, they neglected the quarterback position for years. They didn't really invest in, in a quarterback uh, between uh, Mark Malone and, and, and Cordell, really. I mean, they, 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 they never spent, hired in a third-round pick on one until Cordell in 95. So uh, any really decent quarterback may, may have made the difference for them as far as being a Super Bowl contender again in the 80s. They had a pretty decent defense. People don't remember that, but they had a really decent defense in the in the up and through to like the mid '80s and before they started to fall off again. But yeah, I think I think uh, 
one of those quarterbacks you mentioned could have helped them in, in, in 84, 83. But if you're going to win it all in the 80s, you got to take Big Ben. So there right. you go. We've got a we've got about twelve minutes to uh, get three more decades under. Um, as I was just man, I was going off on a bunch of ta- tangents tonight, so I apologize for that. But that's what this show's all about. How do you cure a hangover any way you possibly can? And that's what we do on this show. So the nineteen nineties. Let's go a little more rapid fire. Not too rapid fire, but let's go a little more. Tony, who are you adding uh, to the nineties? Well. He, I know he's already been traded into the uh, 80s, but but that team was so good, and, and it, it was one player away from winning it all, and I was they needed a quarterback. I would have to go with Big Ben to the 80s, or I, oh, actually, no, no, Big I, Ben's I'm, gone. I'm, I'm vetoing. He's gone. He's been traded. What happened to Terry again. Bradshaw? Terry Bradshaw to the 90s, and they win one or two Super Bowls. Hmm. Very interesting. I was not thinking... <sighs> I think they needed a little more than I thought they were fine enough in the 1990s with Neil O'Donnell and Cordell Stewart. I thought maybe you could have gone a different direction, but I'm going to accept that trade. Shannon White, where are you going in the 1990s? I was, I wanted to say something about the 80s that I'll forever wish we had drafted Dan Marino. Oh. And, I, and I'll just leave it there because they would have won at least two to three more Lombardi trophies if they would have picked 10. But as far as the 90s go, um, that I, I agree with Tony. I was going to say Ben uh, because I think that the – I don't think that the quarterback position was up to par in the 90s, and I think that cost them the, at least one Super Bowl. I think they could have went with a better play where they lost to the Chargers in the AFC Championship game, that game shouldn't have been that close. Uh, Junior Seau played out of his mind that day. I'll never forget that. One of the best defensive performances i ever seen. And But what, the Steelers had the better team. But uh, I would probably go uh, with somebody along the lines of Franco Harris. I don't know if I could take a guy from the 70s. But you can, I, yeah. Any other – that Super Bowl team didn't really have the running game. And that would have took the pressure off Neil O'Donnell. He wouldn't have had to have been stuck in that situation if he'd have had a guy like Franco running the ball. So I'm going to go – there's a couple places that I actually would have gone here. But I love that defense. You, I mean, we could have we could have added to the, uh, the uh, defensive line. But one of the – when I think of the nineties, I think of really one guy at wide receiver because Lewis lips was uh, 91 was his last year. And I think of Yancey Thigpen as being the wide receiver. So I am going to go ahead. I, we can go a number of directions here, but I'm going to go with Antonio Brown and I'm going to put Antonio Brown on the nineties team. Woo. And this is pre-concussion, pre-Fontez perfect <laughs> Antonio Brown. And I'm putting him with Yancey Thigpen. And I'm letting him go crazy. And I think you have a more potent offense with Antonio Brown with that team. I think he makes Neil O'Donnell a better quarterback. I think he makes – he definitely makes Cordell a better quarterback too in that situation. And, you know – the early part of the decade with, with Bobby. So 
let's go ahead and put number 84, AB to the 1990s. I like it. So, wow. I, I can't believe you guys are agreeing with me. Um, well, they, they needed a, they needed a, one thing to put them over the top. They, they, they just needed that one um, uh, more player to put them over the top. They never quite, you know, in, in, in the big games, they always came up short. Uh, and oh, AB, for what you can say about the guy, he was always a big game player. He always came through in a the clutch. There's nobody that can, that can deny that. He always came through in a clutch. Now, I get teased a lot for this, Shannon. I don't know if you know this, but I am not an, a Neil O'Donnell hater. I'm actually not. And we're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of guff for uh, Neil O'Donnell on the, uh, and I get it. I, I get what happened. Um, I don't hate the guy. I thought he, I, I consider him probably the third or fourth best quarterback in Pittsburgh Steelers history. And, and I'll probably, I got to put him behind Bobby Lane. So I am going to put him fourth. Some people will put Cordell Stewart ahead of him. So I don't think he's any lower than fifth. Uh, That's they just didn't have, they just didn't have it there. So for you guys that want to put, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger would have been amazing in the 1990s. But I'm a, I just don't think he was the, uh, he was the guy that uh, ruined it for everybody as much. Because remember, you know what he did? Corey Holiday ran the wrong route. Right. All I gotta say. <laughs> and, and there's something to be said for taking a team to the championship. I mean, he's the only one of the three quarterbacks that, in the history of the franchise that has done that. And Cordell, he took him to two AFC championship games. I mean, you know, I mean, if, if, every, if the bottom line is always Super Bowl, then there's going to be a lot of players out there that, that fans wind up resenting for life. But, I mean, those two quarterbacks were pretty darn good. They just weren't good enough to get them over the top. All right, let's go to the 2000s. <laughs> my, my gosh, there were championships in the 2000s. There were two of them. All right. Pretty good decade. How do you, how do you combat, though, the early days of, of Tom Brady because Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you know, came along in 2001 and you, a lot of people say that if it wasn't for Tom Brady and the Patriots, there would have been many more Lombardis for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That could be ifs and buts, candy and nuts. It could be, but who do we add to the 19, the 2000s team to make that, an even more potent squad. Want me to go? Well, uh, yeah. to me, go ahead, Chad. Uh, I would have to say Mean Joe Green because Brady does not like pressure up the middle or at his feet. He don't like congestion in the pocket, and Mean Joe would have definitely have collapsed oh, yeah. the pocket and and really made him uncomfortable. And I don't think you'd have seen the same Brady if you'd have had uh, Green in those those teams, you know. Wow, I can. I was not going there, Shannon, but I like that a, a lot because that is that's amazing pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely not hesitate to put him on that team from two thousand to two thousand nine. Tony, well, I mean, I, I think those teams had a decent enough front sevens uh, in that era. Uh, they certainly had uh, the O four team had Troy, so they were they were pretty good at safety. One thing that always killed them against Brady was uh cornerback. And so, I mean, take your pick. 
Uh, Mel Blunt or Rob Woodson. Uh, I think Rob Woodson could have been a bigger difference maker. I think he he was capable of, of taking over a game by himself. We saw that many times in the 90s. I think you put Rob Woodson on, on either 01 and 04. Well, maybe 01 was more special teams, but 04, definitely, when he torched them in Heinz Field, Tom Brady, I think he could have been a difference for them. So you're going to Rod Woodson? I'm going Rod Woodson. I I love Rod Woodson, and I was going to uh, – it was a toss-up between Rod Woodson and Mel Blunt for me. So I'm going to go in a completely different direction, and I don't even – I might even need help here because I'm not even sure who we're going to add to the offensive line, but we've got to add something to the offensive line here, especially when you get to the latter part of that decade. That team needed help oh, on the God. offensive line. So I am going to uh, – I'm going to go ahead, and uh, you had DeCastro there. Do we add another guard? If I add another guard, it's going to be Tunch. But I think we need to add a tackle. And I think the tackle that I'm going to add would be Larry Brown. Very good. Chuck Noah always said he should have been in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's very true. I I really think he, he would have been. Well... Um, oh my gosh. Yes. I just screwed up there. They were the same number 66. Did I say David DeCastro? No, I meant Alan Fanica. I do apologize. <laughs> uh, gosh, I cannot believe I did that. Um, Bob Yeager says Mel Blunt had trouble with the depot. I'd go Rod Woodson. Yeah. You really, you can't go wrong if you add any of those guys. So I agree with Shannon and Tony. But I'm throw what I'm doing is I'm throwing in Larry Brown because I want them to be stronger at that tackle position. He was a right tackle, but man, he could he could have played left tackle. I mean, that guy was that guy was amazing. He's one of those guys that is not going to get the credit that he does because those teams were great. Shannon, I know you love Neil O'Donnell. And everybody I knows. Love. I didn't say if, love. Every, Everybody knows that those of me and read some articles. I'm not a fan, and I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> would I can? Would you please quit mentioning Larry Brown? I have nightmares about Larry Brown <laughs> to this day. Okay, uh, the other Larry Brown, <laughs> number seventy nine, number eighty seven at tight end, <laughs> then number seventy nine. So <laughs> that, his name good. is Ben Curse now because of. That Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Lawrence Brown. How's that? Lawrence Brown. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Lawrence Brown. And where did he play? Where did he play football, college football at? In Lawrence, Texas. In Lawrence, Kansas, at the University of Kansas. He was a Jayhawk. There you go. And so let's go ahead. Let's do one more real quick. I did not know that. We're gonna we're gonna do rapid fire here. And let's do the 2010s. Who are we gonna add, Tony, real fast? Uh, Jack Lambert, because they, they, they needed him, uh, when Ryan, after Ryan Chase here got hurt at the end of the, uh, 2010s, I, I think he would, he could have been a difference maker. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. Shannon. I just, a call out to the hall of fame, Donnie Shell. Nice. Yeah. Wow. He would have, he would have absolutely been amazing there as well. I am going to go ahead and put on that 2010 team. I, I don't want to go with another offensive lineman here. Um, so I am going to, I'm actually going to add to the defensive line. And on the, those 2010 teams, 
I don't want to go with look, I can't go with Casey Hampton because he played in the 2010s. So I can't do that. Um Clarence Washington wants me to add Frank Webb. I love that. If if you know the, that that's great. That's really funny. Um you know, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add Let's go ahead and add Dwight White. There you go. Is that a, is that a relative, Shannon Dwight White? No, he's like family. He's a stiller. He's like family, but no blood kin. No. So, all right. Hey, that that was a lot of fun. I, there's so many. I mean, this is, of course, it's not real, but it's it's fun to think of. Think about a team. We think of Ben Roethlisberger playing on the Steelers in the '80s. Think about Jack Lambert, Rome in the middle in 2018 or 2017 when we needed him the most. You know, think about just moving one of those guys around in the in different eras. And when you do this, though, you've got to you've got to add some pounds because if Jack Lambert played at a certain weight and he'd be small in 2017, but he would have not been the same size if he lived in a different era right? and played in a different era. Just, just to give you that idea there. Somebody says arrow, arrowhead Holmes. That'd be great, but he would have been suspended for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, Shannon, welcome to uh, the hangover. We had a great time having you here tonight. That's been a blast. All right. Blast. I really enjoyed it. Tony Defio. Time to get on with your life's work. All right. Well, <laughs> when, you turn, when you turn a diet into a triad, it weakens it. So it weakens the diet. So I, I'm, I'm being phased out. No, no, we're definitely, we're definitely so much stronger. Tony is uh, not going anywhere. Uh, I love having Tony here as well. And Tony, I got to tell you, Shannon, I got to tell you this too. I'm going to ask. I mean, first of all, I'm going to thank all of these these fine folks in the live chat for hanging out with us. That's a big deal, especially in the off season. So we love having them there. We cannot do these shows without them. They fuel us. So look at these names, get used to them because they are, they are here and they never leave us. So if you're in the live chat or if you're listening to this right now, if it's Wednesday and you're listening to this, we're recording on Monday, but you're just as important. I just don't know your name because you're listening it, listening to it, not live but you're just as important and you fuel us as well. So thank you so much. And I ask you all to do three things for us. The first thing is be safe. We need you. Be true to yourself is the second thing. Definitely don't be anybody but you because that's what makes you special. And number three, always, Tony, take it. Be behind the steel curtain. All right, for Tony Defio and Shannon White, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. And just when you think you've got all the answers, we keep changing the questions. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.